content marketing right now is is change and we are part of that change and i would like to talk about the old way of doing things and the new way of doing things as as i see it and as we see it at minusia we all strive for more nowadays more traffic more revenue more growth in this never-ending battle for more it's easy to forget what's important so what is important building real relationships with real humans and trying to be better each day without caring quite so much about getting more. After all, by building real and meaningful relationships, you'll have way more than you ever need. The SaaS SEO Show is a platform for meaningful connections and honest conversations with people who are real, hardworking practitioners and high performers in the SaaS industry. We're here to learn and get inspired by them, and we hope you do too. Now, here's your host, George Cassiotis. Before we jump into today's episode, I'd like to give a quick shout out to the sponsor for this episode, Ahrefs. Ahrefs provides you with an all-in-one SEO toolset that does everything from rank tracking to backlink analysis, keyword research, and technical audits. The best part, you can now use Ahrefs Webmaster Tools for free to identify and prioritize optimization opportunities for your website, see all the keywords that your web pages are ranking for, take a close look at the websites that link back to and refer you in their content, and analyze other websites to find out what drives their rankings. Visit ahrefs.com awt and sign up for free. And now, back to today's episode. Hello, everyone. My name is George Cassiotis, and I'm the Managing Director at Minusia. This is another episode of the SASSEO show, and it's going to be a slightly different one because we, you know, we decided to, to try something new out. And this was based on a, on a discussion we had internally and on a LinkedIn post I did the other day that really resonated with people. And at the same time, some, some thoughts I've been having lately about how things change when it comes to the industry we are in and that we serve and how we all need to adapt, change, and try to, to understand that this change will, you know, is not optional, is, as I see it, mandatory at this point. So what I'm referring to is the fact that content marketing is changing. And as I mentioned, like I did a LinkedIn post the other day that resonated really well with people. And I understand that the main reason why this happened is because people have the same thoughts, right? Even if they don't verbally say it, or even if they don't talk about it, it seems that they think about it. Okay. So content marketing right now is, is change and we are part of that change. And I would like to talk about the, the old way of doing things and the new way of doing things as, as I see it and as we see it at Minusia. So I would say that in a nutshell, the old way was focused on the performance of vanity metrics, for example, keywords, without the context of how these metrics impact the business. Of course, in the old way, discussions around ROI are a taboo. We don't want to talk about that. We don't want to touch that because, you know what? It's not in our best interest to, to talk about ROI. Of course, attribution is a black box. And we all agree, I hope, that in many cases, we are talking about strategies that are search first without any alternatives in terms of content types and formats. 
Not that this is wrong. I mean, we have seen great companies arise from Google search and from the great results that they've achieved there. But I think that if we want to have the discussion of where content marketing for SaaS companies is heading towards, we should definitely consider other content types and content formats. So let's get right into it. We talk about the old way and I kind of gave a, a description of you know what, what that looks like. And the first point that I would like to make is keyword research. Because the strategies are search first, we, in that old way, we were all obsessed with, you know, identifying the best keyword to go after. Not that this is wrong, okay? We, we are not saying that we shouldn't do, companies shouldn't do keyword research. They should. And actually, this is something that we, that we do. And we always try to do it better, okay? And add, uh, bring a fresh, fresh perspective on how we do keyword research. But we understand that as part of that change, the new way calls us or requires, let's say, customer research and not just opening a, an SEO software and just trying to find the best keyword to target. There's no better source, source than your own customers. You should go on, like get on a call with them and talk to them. So customer research is extremely important. And there are, of course, different ways you can, you can do customer research. For example, you can conduct customer interviews, okay? You can run a customer survey. You can analyze your product support tickets. You can analyze your product reviews on websites like G2, Captera, and so on and so forth. There are many ways to, to understand what, what customers want, think, look forward to, want to avoid, and so on and so forth. And so in this new way, we are not saying no to keyword research. No, we don't say that. But we say that, you know what? It can't be just keyword research. I mean, come on. We need to talk to our customers to, to hear it from them. Even for, you know, for keywords, like what keywords would you plug into Google search if you were to, to search for a product like ours or an alternative to, to a product like ours? Okay, so this is the first point. The second point is SEO content, which, which was treated as the end-all, be-all answer to your content marketing strategy. We feel that this has to change. There are, are many reasons, of course, why this happens. One of them being the fact that search becomes more saturated, okay? And it's way more difficult to get results now for a SaaS company or for any company for that matter than it used to be like three, four, five years ago. And at the same time, we see when it comes to SEO content, this cookie cutter approach, where basically content looks kind of the same as, and, and, and soulless. And so we say that, you know what, in the new way, okay, the, the old way was all about SEO content. And once again, like with the previous point, don't get me wrong, it's not like SEO content is not good. We do it and we will continue doing it and we will definitely recommend it to our clients. But your content marketing strategy can't be just SEO content. It has to be SEO content plus product-focused content, you know, what many people refer to as product marketing plus original content. And we've talked a lot about original content. The first time we talked about it was in a webinar we did with Superpath back in 2022. 
and let me just say obviously we we don't you know and we wrote a blog post about it after that we don't want to you know coin the term or anything like that that's not what this is all about it it was just our internal effort to try to describe something that we see as a necessity for this new way of doing content marketing and the original content includes you know different content formats like surveys data storytelling personal storytelling invented concepts and so on and so forth and we feel that it's necessary it should be part of a holistic content marketing strategy that aims not just to rank for keywords but to draw attention spark interesting conversations online build a brand and so on and so forth the third point that i have for you is the fact that quantity used to be our main focus in the old way and we not only that but we were prioritizing it over content quality now in the new way we are like you know what we we can't keep like publishing content and not caring about the quality of that content and if you take into account all the things that happen lately and all the things that you know people discuss around generative ai and generative content and ai content i would say that we have to be very careful of course we we haven't kind of officially stated our opinions about that yet at minusia but as i see it now and you know connected to that point on the fact that quantity should be equal to to con quality and we should take them both into account when when designing and building our strategy and executing on it what's the point of of it all right if if i can spit out 100,000 words tomorrow using ai that's great that's great who's going to read all that content so it's not just about and this is just one you know like thought i have when it comes to to all of that the point i'm trying to make here is that yes we have seen that publishing content at scale helps when it comes to getting better results faster but we need to do it in a way that we don't make any compromises whatsoever on quality okay and this is what the new way is all about the old way was about all about the funnel we were obsessed with funnels like let's build the funnel and see how we will funnel people from one stage of the funnel to the other stage of the funnel we feel that this belongs to the past the the journey that people take is not by by no means is linear things become increasingly multi-touch and so how can we talk about like awareness and consideration and all these things that used to work in the past and maybe don't get me wrong maybe it was a good way of framing things and understanding that you know what there are different steps when it comes to how a person from like completely unaware becomes aware and they consider and so on and so forth but we feel that you know what this is a an oversimplified way of seeing things we we need to talk about search intent mapping and life cycle life cycle stage mapping in this new way of doing content marketing we need to understand the intent that people have before visiting our website and at the same time we need to talk about the stage they are at right now we acknowledge the fact that their journey is not linear it's not like a person will read a what is you know x blog post and then after a while they will read a how to why blog post 
And then after a while, they will search for like a keyword with commercial intent, and then they will sign up for our product. It's in most cases, it's not, this is not how things work in an ideal work. They would world, they would work like this, but they simply don't work like this. Okay. So let's not pretend that, you know, the funnel is all we have and we, we can do when it comes to understanding people's journey. And let's start talking about different search intents and different stages of their life cycle journey and try to do the best we can to serve them in every step or stage or whatever they may be at that time. Understanding at the same time that's, that this doesn't mean the fact that someone interacted with us at some point doesn't mean that they will, you know, move forward and be funneled into the next stage. It simply doesn't mean that. Okay. The next point, we were obsessed with organic clicks. And not only that, but we were obsessed with organic clicks and measuring things on a blog-wide level. Like, this was, this was a way for us to kind of prove our value, right? And say that, yeah, like this is what I bring to the company. I bring organic clicks from the whole blog. If you dive a bit deeper into things though, and based on our experience working with so many SaaS companies in, you know, so many with like different characteristics and so on and so forth, but in different sizes, I can tell you that this doesn't mean anything. Getting clicks from your blog is a great way to explain why a company should keep paying you, regardless of whether you are in-house or agency or freelancer, consultant, whatever. But I would say that once again, this is an oversimplified way of seeing things because you need to dive deeper and say, okay, these are the organic clicks we bring by search intent. These are the people who come to our website, you know, based on queries or keywords, let's say, with informational intent. And this is the percentage of people who come to our website with, through a, a page with like commercial intent and so on and so forth. And this can help you understand that, yeah, like there is a gap here. Or it seems that this group of keywords or like intent works better than another. And you have to do the same thing. You have to understand performance if you want to report on organic clicks by the life cycle stage, as we, as we explained earlier. It's not just about search intent mapping. It's also about life cycle stage mapping. The same applies to organic clicks. You need to have a clear view on how things perform by search intent and by the life cycle stage that a person is at the moment that they interacted with you. Because as we explained earlier, things are not linear. Okay. The next point that I have for you, view to lead conversion rate. This is easy, right? We have page views. First, we have impressions. Then we have clicks. Then we have page views. And then from page views, we go to leads. However, you, you, you define lead. A lead for you may be that, you know, this person downloaded an ebook or uh, they signed up for a free trial or they, you know, requested a demo, whatever. I think this is important, but it belongs to the old way of doing things because the new way in the new way, we have to have the discussion about view to lead conversion rate. At the end of the day, we need to know, you know, how many people out of, you know, the, the total number of them that visit our website become a lead. 
still oversimplified and we should dive deeper into things like we need to understand performance on not just you know a, a blog-wide level but on a page level on a on a topic level on a section level and so on and so forth so it's important to track it but we also start should start you know having the conversation which is a difficult one of course about lead to customer conversion rate okay we as content marketers we managed to bring in page views and leads that's great what about the quality of these leads because at the end of the day what marketing is all about and what as an extension content marketing should be about is driving meaningful business outcomes in the language of you know b2b SaaS companies this means net new mrr are we are we able to do that can some of that you know some of these leads be turned into customers this is something that we should you know consider and of course at the same time this is why i explained earlier that it's it's an oversimplified way of just you know seeing things we we need to examine them on a deeper level we can expect every page to generate leads and customers that would be like of course wrong but if the intent is there for example if we are talking about pages with commercial intent then we should say yeah normally this page should generate leads and normally not only leads but in this new way of doing content marketing we should see whether or not this page generates customers okay the old way was all about new leads and customers we are not talking about conversion rates anymore the new way okay let's take this a step further we as content marketers let's say that we have covered the fact that we bring in leads we bring in customers what is the ltv of these leads and customers of course the ones we like who become customers what is the ltv not only that but can we connect the lifetime value the ltv on the page that the person came from a new customer has been acquired from the section of our blog or website the topic can we do that because if we can then we can go back to you know our cmo or whoever we report to and and tell them that you know what it seems that we have three pages let's say that in general we have 23 pages that generate leads and customers that's great but i did a deep dive into our data and figured out that there are just three pages that have the best ltv and guess what they are all connected to this one feature does that mean anything for us what what do you think like should we talk more about this this feature or should we see what's going on with you know these other 20 pages that generate leads and customers but for some peculiar reason it's kind of like we don't keep our promise to those people because it seems that after they have like given us their credit card details they churn after a while should we do something about it i mean what what do you think have this honest discussion with your cmo or whoever you report to because this is at the end of the day this is what it's it's all about okay so you need to take this a step further and not just say that you know what i did my job i generated leads i generated customers this is why you pay me take this a step further if you really care and say okay what about ltv what about like customer satisfaction do these people use the product in a meaningful way and stay with us and you know 
allow us to keep charging them month after month or maybe there is something i'm missing and i need to know as a con marketer because i need to to start doing something about it talking about it create content about it i have three more points last touch attribution we were obsessed with last touch attribution still we 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 all are if you take into account what i you know said earlier earlier about the 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 journey not being linear anymore you would understand that last attribution in this new way of doing content marketing can't work we need multi touch attribution and this is just you know this is just one reason i would say i can give you another one which is not so pleasant and not so many you know people want to want to talk about but ideally the journey would be you know i see a piece of content i sign up i become a customer that's great obviously in a journey like that you could attribute this new customer to content marketing and you as a content marketer could could go back to your boss or whoever you report to and say you know what i did my job i you know brought a new customer however the reality is that things don't have don't happen you know uh, like that not as much as often as we would like them to happen anyway so the journey you know could be and is in most cases a bit different and i i said a great example of that in the webinar we did with no it wasn't with with someone it was just a minusia webinar our first webinar for the year and i served an example of how easy it is inside a company a lead and the new that turned into a new customer to be attributed to warm outreach for example because a person may have like different you know touch points with your company but well guess what who is going to reach out to that person someone from sales and what if they close them will they give credit to con marketing and marketing in general chances are or in an ideal world they they would but we all know that this is not the case it's not fair for con marketing and marketing in general but it happens and so we need to change our approach regarding that and start thinking about multi touch how can i as a con marketer explain how content marketing contributes to acquiring a new customer and not relying anymore on last touch attribution to explain the value of what i do this is not an easy discussion from you know various standpoints and i would urge you to take a look at our webinar because i i explain and i want to believe that i share some some valid points regarding that but i must say once again that last touch belongs to the past multi touch belongs to the new way of doing con marketing second to last blog wide measurement and we kind of touched on that earlier when we talked about organic clicks um at this point you know with the new way of doing con marketing we need to start measuring things yes but on a page section and topic level and this can give you all sorts of interesting insights such as the fact that you know what it seems that the customers we receive and we get from this page turn out to be better for some peculiar reason can we see what's going on what are the promises we make on this page and and kind of create such great customers for our product and users and this could be a page a section a topic 
but we need to stop talking about just you know blog performance. I must say that I I kind of cringe every time someone tells me about our blog's bounce rate is you know very high. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. A bounce rate that's low for a you know what is page doesn't necessarily mean that the page is bad. Doesn't serve its purpose because you know it's a what is page like the person will visit that page, will get what they want, and they will just leave. On the other hand, you may say that, you know what, but this page used to have a higher average session du duration, and now we have a very high bounce rate, and, you know, something changed in performance. Yeah, that would be a reason to like conduct a, an in-depth analysis, but in general, we shouldn't, like, measure things on a block-wide level. We should go deeper and start having discussions about pages, sections, and topics. And I have one last point for you, which is ROI. We were all afraid, scared to talk about ROI when it comes to content marketing. ROI in the old way of doing things was a taboo, right? For various reasons. I would say that if we want to keep our seats at the table, and if we want our voices to keep getting heard, we need to start having the discussion about ROI. It's necessary. In the new way, ROI is necessary. And it can be a great vehicle for you to ask for more budget, to launch more interesting initiatives and place bigger bets, do more things in general. Now, you can't, of course. You can't. And you shouldn't talk about ROI early on. I would say that ROI is tightly connected to the maturity of your content program, okay? And we talked about that in the webinar I mentioned earlier. We will drop it in the show notes. But in general, ROI is necessary. We need to talk about it and we shouldn't be afraid of it. So this new way of doing content marketing is focused on driving business impact through the design and implementation of strategies characterized by diversity, in content types and formats, and a granular view of content performance. Not on a blog-wide level, but on many different levels beyond that. That's all for now. I hope you, you enjoyed this episode. It, it was a bit different compared to other episodes we, we did. But I would like, and we would like, our team would like to, to hear from you. If, you. if you liked that, and if you think that, you know what, this is... This is actually something that I would like to see more of, uh, of you guys doing. Just let us know and we will continue doing it and we will try to add value to your journey and to your career, to whatever it is that you're doing in any way we can. Thank you very much. Thank you for staying with us until the end. Before you go, I'd like to give a quick shout out to the sponsor for this episode, AHS. Ahrefs provides you with an all-in-one SEO toolset that does everything from rank tracking to backlink analysis, keyword research, and technical audits. The best part, you can now use Ahrefs Webmaster Tools for free to identify and prioritize optimization opportunities for your website, see all the keywords that your web pages are ranking for, take a close look at the websites that link back to and refer you in their content, and analyze other websites to find out what drives their rankings. Visit ahers.com slash AWT and sign up for free. Another episode of the SaaS SEO show has wrapped. We hope this episode has taught you something new too. 
We'd like you to connect with us so you can keep up with all the new content that we're creating. Before you go, it would mean the world to us if you could subscribe to this podcast and over at our YouTube channel, where we upload the video version of this and every episode. Until next time.